This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? show, you have total control over what happens on your show. If you don't, don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Good evening. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. 
How are you? I'm doing just awesome. Damn right. It's the Ham Radio Show. We are live on, of course, HamRadioShow.com, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network, as well as multiple internet radio stations across the board uh, in the World Wide Web and everything else. You know, just check it out. Go to HamRadioShow.com for further details. Also, 718-577-1389. The operators are sitting by... And they're waiting your phone calls because I'm the fucking operator. <laughs> also, a shop operation here. Damn right. The uh, ham cam fully operational in the Facebook Live Suite. A lot of people in there. Marco in there. Uh, we got John. Hey, Baloney Tits uh, is in there as well. Uh, I think the guys from Taste of Puebla in there as well. All yeah. of them. They're all floating around. Everybody in there. Uh, Al is in there from Florida. Oh, okay. Al from Florida. That's Albert. Uh, Albert. Albert yeah. from Florida is in there. Uh, tons of people hanging out in the Facebook Live Suite, going all over the place. Good evening. Like I said before, it is, uh, of course, the 18th anniversary of uh, September 11th. So, uh, way to bring the show down, guys. Um, it's been 18 years. I can't believe it. What were you doing on that day? On that day, 18 years ago, I was working at a supermarket, and I was, of course it has to do with food, Uh, I was online to go to, what was I doing? I don't know. I was, no, I was getting food for my department, for the produce department that I worked in, was picking up the food from the, there's a deli, like, there was a deli that's not even there anymore, because it's been 18 fucking years. Um, all the way down, I uh, was picking up food, and it is a story that I've told on this show before that there was a fireman on the line in not full gear, but at least, you know, the duck pants uh-huh. and the suspenders and everything, um, and he was getting his food, and he had a phone call. So we're all in line, he darts out, because I remember, like, vividly, he darted out, takes the phone call outside, nothing like, he didn't, like, make, like, a... Like an oh shit kind of face. Yeah. But he comes back in and he automatically is like, oh, I got to get my food to go now. You have my order ready? I got to go. Some asshole flew a plane into the fucking trade center. I got to go. And that's like the last we saw of that guy. I don't think he lived because a lot of the guys and women, guys and girls on Staten Island that were part of, I know, Rescue 5, first responders responders, uh, perished. On 9-11. Uh, well, they 2000, took some from every station just about, yeah. right? Um, oh, yeah. Well, no, the one, but there's one fire, Rescue 5, which is on Staten Island, mm-hmm. literally lost everybody. Yeah. They, like, there's, like, I think there's, like, maybe one or two that are yeah. still from that time yeah. that were still around. They so. were, like, the first guys in, and they never came out. Yeah, and they yeah. never went, and they, they went in, and they never came out. Yeah. And it fucking blows. Shit, and 18 years later, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't no. get... Uh, where you can understand it, where you can even comprehend it still. Yeah. You don't comprehend that much hate but I don't understand of us as America and well, people I, hurting I, us. What I don't understand about those kind of things is, you know, why why fuck up the innocent people? Uh, of, course, of course, Ricky's phone's on, but... You know, why fuck up the innocent people? I mean, I, I can understand soldiers in combat in a war, which there shouldn't be anyway, but, you know, what the hell. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, I can also understand, like, you know, if they went after the president and shot him, all mm-hmm. right, he's, he's, he's a war guy, you know? But innocent people, what do they got to do with anything? We just hang out on yeah. both sides, yeah. not only us. 
them too. But that's why understand that shit. The same thing with these mass shootings, man. You get pissed at you, motherfucker can't get a piece of ass. Yeah, you want to go out here and kill every fucking body because he can't shop at a Walmart. Yeah, he can't get all kind of bullshit. So you know, but see, it's what they do. They are terrorists. They instill terror. That was their job, and to a certain fucking point they succeeded that's what they did we were crippled we were crippled mentally for about a week where people didn't want to get out of their fucking home and then new york started again because new york and not shitting on the pentagon which also got hit and the plane that went down in uh, pennsylvania but new york city is some of the toughest like i know everyone wants to play the bravado game and go we're tougher than you fuck chicago yeah whatever We are, without question, some of the toughest. They flew planes into our buildings. They killed innocent people, friends, family, relatives. It does not matter. We got up the next week and went to work, motherfucker. You yeah, know what we did? That's what we did. Uh, absolutely. Where in other, in other places, dude, that would have crippled economies. And it hurt us. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They did. It hurt us. Yeah. They succeeded in a lot of ways. But you know what they never did? They never broke us. Mm. And that's something 18 years later... That, yeah, they changed our world. Do not get us... I will, I'm not going to say... I don't want to sound like I'm living in some kind of weird fa- fucking fairyland where oh, I'm just like, oh, you know, oh, uh, we, we, our world got changed. Look what you got to go through now. Dude, I, 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 am so, I am ridiculously happy to take off my fucking shoes. Uh-huh. Check me for bombs. Check everybody for bombs. Check every single motherfucker because I don't want to be on that plane. Well, that's right. Get that Limburger out of there. Damn man. right. Uh, it's the hamburger. It's the hamburger. Hamburger. Okay. Well, you got Limburger and Always ham together. Always thinking of food. Yeah. I know. It's the ham radio show. Who's on my phone? Hey, Uncle Eddie. It's Baloney Tits. Hey! Baloney Tits! How are you? What's up, sir? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I got two points for you because I was a Marine. I was actually in the Marine Corps. Well, thank you, for, thank you for your service. By the way, first, yeah, maybe thing. Uncle Eddie, you, you should have joined the Marine Corps right after that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were. They a were lot taking... of people joined the service after 9 11. Nothing to be killed yeah, about, they, but they... a lot of people joined the service. They were not taking this fat fuck into the Marine Corps. I wasn't going to be on Paris Island busting my ass because they didn't want me. They, want, they wanted strapping young Vero baloney tits <laughs> like yourself, sir. All right, I'm, so, I'm surprised you know where Paris Island is. That's good. And so here's my two points. I know this. a lot of and things. It's not to make light. Good. I know. But, um, you know, you're talking about the guy that had to get a sandwich to go. First yeah. responders, all those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a big Hollywood guy when it comes to these people that want to give their politics and stuff. And they don't really do nothing. But what John Stewart did about two months ago with getting that bill passed and getting those people funded that have had either cancer or have had some kind of disease or ailment from working the 9-11 thing i thought that was really awesome i really did i really was was like that was was epic of john uh and let me tell you right now also on top of that it's even more moving because the guy that was in hospice who stood up before Mm -hmm. those motherfuckers and said if not now, when? Yeah, right, man. As soon as the thing was passed, he died. Yeah. He went back exactly. to hospice to and die. It- and what's even baloney this? Here, here's the thing that I, I was honestly thinking of this the other day. The people that died in the buildings, yeah. and I know that this is going to be fucking a horrible way to look at it. Yeah. They got off kind of easy compared to the fucking... No, think about it for a second. 
And I'm not shitting on those people at all. No, I don't. By making the point, you mean the guy jumping out of buildings? Yeah, too? they died in. I mean, don't get me wrong; they died horrendous fucking I can't deaths. Even fathom that yeah, shit. you can't. You're either gonna get burned or you're gonna fucking jump. Yep. But the thing is, they died instantly. Like people hit the ground and died. Yep. People have 18 right. years of fucking a debilitating illness that nobody and everybody turned their back on. These are the people that ran into the buildings oh, yeah. when everybody was running out. Mm. And these people, John yeah. Stewart, stood up and said, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, why aren't you doing and, anything? Really? And think uh, about 18 years of not being able to breathe. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is the last thing I'll let you go. I just want to say this. You the one thing that really almost burns me up as much as the terrorists doing what they did was our government talking about the FBI and the CIA not on the same wavelength, they could have had this taken care of. Oh, they, I watched so many documentaries on this. They had so many chances to get Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda, and they just kept waiting and not pulling the trigger. This would have never happened. That's my thoughts. Thanks, brother. Thank you, boy. It's, uh, a lot of people say that we could have had um, uh, you know, uh, bin Laden right after the fucking USS Cole thing. Sure. Yeah. That we could have went after him. Knowing that we knew that he was part of the, he was the main fucking brain that was telling people to bomb. I know bomb. I mean, it is. It comes down to Keshola. It comes down to people who's lying in whose pockets. Where's the oil coming from? Where's this, that, and the third? And it comes down to that bullshit. Yeah. And that is something that's fucking disgusting. And we lost. The exact number was two thousand. 977, okay. and I believe the just the New York area still losing people, and they, we're still losing people, and that's and that which go harkens back to the John Stewart thing. We're still losing people who are dying. Perfect example of uh, one one of my uh, and I, I oh, it's a way to bring this up, but I guess we'll bring it up. Uh, she announced it on her show, uh, Shelly Sunstein mm-hmm. Q one uh, Q one four who does nothing. But fight for those people that are stricken by World Trade Center fucking diseases. Uh, She's a big advocate. She uh, climbs the Empire State Building and raises money here and everything else. Uh, Has been stricken with breast cancer. Um, They caught it early. She's going to have surgery. She's not going to be on the morning show for a while. Uh, But one of my, I mean, if Jim Kerr is my father yeah. in radio, she's my mother yeah. in radio. So to hear when your mother on the air mm-hmm. uh, tell the world, quite frankly, that she has breast cancer, it's like a scary thing to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably a little bit more scary to go through. And um, Shelly, uh, more from the Ham Radio Show, you know that we have uh, nothing but love for you guys. Because, of course, without you, there is no me. So... Uh, we've definitely, uh, will, you know, give our love and support to you. Um, but that's to show you how cancer doesn't pick and it doesn't pick anything. So when you have, when you have these men and women who Shelly has fought for and busted her ass for blood, sweat, tears, the whole thing, she became an honorary fire captain. They've, she's done so much. For the 9-11 victims. Um, it's without question shows you that even the heroes, you know, they're not superheroes. They're heroes. Mm-hmm. And they're not impervious. They get cancer. 
And uh, Shelly's going to have a speedy recovery, and uh, she's going to have a surgery, and she's going to be fine because they caught it early. That's good. But for the people that were in 9-11 who now have these polyps on their lungs and they have these COPD fucking things mm. and all these things that was caused by our people telling them it's safe to go down there. Mm. Don't worry about it. You don't need masks. <laughs> Right. Why mask? I don't think nobody really knew at that time. Exactly, yeah. but the thing is, Joe, 18 years from now, yeah. from then, sorry, from then, 18 years, yeah. we are still going, oh, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, you know I mean, like, what the fuck? Why would we, you know, why do we, and I understand it's like, oh, we have to get back on the fucking horse, and we have to get down there, and we have to, you know, the, we were attacked by Bin Laden, and we have to stand up, and we have to show them that we're going to... Boom, 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 be the fucking uh, America that we are. Absolutely. But people got sick. And then when we wanted them, they were there. When they got sick, we turned their backs on them. Mm. So, well, that's, and that's 18 years still going on. So, the disgraceful shit about that is that you shouldn't even have to be fighting government for shit like that. No. You say, listen, you know what? Absolutely. Whatever the fuck y'all need, take it. We got it. Whatever this and that. The fact you got to fight for that. It's a disgrace to America, to me. And that's why I love what Jon Stewart said when he said at the end of his speech, he said, they did their job, do yours. Do yours. If not now, when? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the Hammer Radio Show. Who's on my phone now? It's Piney, brother. How are you? Hey, what up, man? Uh, Piney, a first responder. How are you, brother? A man that knows and had a lot of people that were involved in 9-11. My sister was involved in 9-11. A lot of people were. Piney, how are you, brother? friend in there, yeah. Yeah. Good, brother. I, I I know you're bringing it up, but I got to say that not only are people hurt physically, they're hurt emotionally. I got to tell yeah. you a story today, brother. Yeah. That's killing my heart, and I got to let it go. Let it out, brother. Um, as you know, I also now teach people how to be paramedics. Yes. And I watched today an ESU cop who I taught to be a paramedic not only six months ago. He was at 9-11. He was in the corner 18 years later today. He was in the corner watching all the names get read out and crying like a baby to himself yeah. in a corner. So it's not only the physical harm that mm-hmm. they've done. It's the mental. It's the mental. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never and get over that. You never get over it. You're never going to get over it. And, and the thing is, it doesn't matter how tough you are. The, the hard shell, the exterior... Of the human being, the mind is a fragile dude. I suffer from fucking nightmare uh, depression. I have. I'm clinically. I, I the only thing I don't do is the medicine because I feel that it fucks me up even more. Yeah. Uh, Pineys have suffered. I mean, we've all suffered. To, to show you how fragile the fucking human brain is, imagine going through a trauma like nine eleven, mm-hmm. where yeah, okay, you're watching it on TV or you're listening to it on the radio. The first responders like Piney, this ESU guy who showered named Nameless. Many people, uh, Beth, uh, my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, who was a cop. You know, he's retired now, but he was a cop during 9-11. Uh, tons of people that wear the badge and go out there. They're on the front lines of that shit. So imagine seeing that firsthand. Not fucking seeing it in a movie with Nicolas Cage in it. Not seeing it on the TV. You're living it. My sister, by the way, had she was in charge. Not in charge, but part of the division that took a ferry boat over with the body parts on the ferry boat that brought it to the dump. Uh-huh. All right? So that's fucking... I mean, you I mean you have to live with that. She has to live with that, seeing that shit. Uh-huh. 
doesn't fucking wash you know, off. We not only have to take care of the people physically, we have to take care of them mentally. Too, Absolutely. Very important. Absolutely. And then, but that's the whole, but the, literally, Piney, the whole thing is we have to take care of them. These are like the Vietnam vets right. that came home and we yep. spit in their face. Yep. There's no Always, fucking difference. Yep. You're do- that's what they're doing now the to these men. Never do what they supposed to do. Bro. You want to talk never. about P- you know PTSD and you want to talk about all that? That's exactly what these motherfuckers have. The men and women that were on the front line 18 years ago, standing in what is a fucking war zone. That's what it was. We were under attack. It was a war zone. Sure Be it the Pentagon, New York, the field. That was it. I mean, think about the, the the guys that just strolled onto that field after the plane crashed, and had to see bodies strung out across yeah. a forest on fire. Children, moms, dads, all that shit. People hitting the ground. People hitting the ground, jumping splattering. out of the building. That's you what know, I'm saying. Like, that's, mm. that's what I mean by sometimes you go, oh, the, like literally the thought went through my mind, and I know it's a stupid thing to kind of say outside, mm-hmm. but the ones that died on 9/11. During that time frame, literally, I don't want to say we're better off, but think about the mental anguish. That's 18 years this guy has to go through, this ESU cop. And every Mm -hmm. fucking year, he's crying like a baby. You just saw it today. In the fucking corner, dude. Yeah. This is the toughest motherfucker I know. Yeah. But you just saw it today. crying in the corner. You saw that today. 17 years He's had to do that. Down to 18, you know what I'm saying? 19, yeah. 20. It's going to keep going on. He's never going to get over it. But, we, I mean, you, all we could do is lessen the pain. Yeah. With mental shit, trust me, I'm not an expert, but let me tell you, look, I do play one on television. Look, the effect yeah. that shit had on people. Because, look, there was a Millennium Hotel right across the street from there. Yeah. And it, it was, was a Marriott, Hilton. Right? It was a Hilton. No, it was but, a Hilton. Wasn't the Marriott the one that got crushed? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know the the Millennium yeah. Hotel is across the street from it, and yeah. I have friends work in the Millennium, mm. and they were literally watching people jump out the window oh, and hit the ground. Wow. And one of my friends was fucked up behind that, so he had to leave work and all. He had to leave his job for a time, take a leave of absence and everything, man. Try to get his head together, man. That shit is crazy. Marcus uh, in the Facebook live suite, the falling man photo is one of the saddest things he's ever seen in his life. Oh yeah, to come out of 9/11, and that is. Saying a lot. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm not shitting. Trust me. I know people that just tuned in at that point and heard me say, well, they were better off or whatever. It, they're not better off to the point where they're happy they're dead. We're not. But the people that, the, the anguish of 18 years, be it physical, be it mental, be it everything, has to be addressed. Be it that, for that think about it. Where there's one ESU cop crying in a corner, there's a million of them. Crying in the corner. There's right. people that grew up without fucking mothers and fathers because of this. Eighteen, they're eighteen years right. old now. Yeah. Think about and it. And I, I just gotta say one thing, Ed, and, yeah. I, and I'll let you go. Yes, please. Sir. What we need to do is we need to take care of these motherfuckers and we need to respect them. Yeah. For what they've done and what they did, we can't be throwing fucking water at them or milk or whatever. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All this these motherfuckers got to stop. Yeah, it's got to stop, and that's it, it, it's it's all about respect. It's about fucking not. When you need a cop, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. We all didn't give a shit about anything except on 9-11, but having the cops and the fire department and EMS and the garbage men and every fucking other person that worked, you know, literally pounds the pavement every fucking day. They were there for all of you. Now be there for them. 
Literally. Exactly. And that's, that's where I'm going to yeah. end this, brother. I love you. Love you too, brother. Take care, brother. Go hug right? that, you know what? Go hug that ESU guy for me, all right? <laughs> Seriously. I, I did, brother. Trust me. I know. All right, man. All right, bro. I right, love you I'll too, brother. You later. Yeah, that's my friend Mark, a.k.a. Piney, who uh, was uh, is a first responder. Had to deal with that shit. They, yeah. they all had to deal with that shit. It's I, not exactly the easiest fucking thing to do. Man, I know everybody was shitting bricks because I know yeah. I was on I was on the 59th Street Bridge when the first plane hit, wow. and we were stuck. The traffic was bad, oh. and me and my wife was getting ready to get off that motherfucker and run across that bridge. A lot of people, nothing were. was moving. Yeah. And you know, and I was like, "Damn, we still made it in the work." But when we was going home that night, it was like a fortress oh, in Manhattan. Yeah. Sure, yeah. a lot of people. So, yeah. I mean, I was listening. I was listening to a lot of people. Uh, who work in radio? I mean, Stern has a famous nine, you know, nine eleven show. He was live during when everything happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Opie and Anthony have famous ones. Ron and Fez were on uh, a lot of a lot of great radio guys, brethren in the fraternity of radio that we you know uh, that we are kind of a part of, I guess you could say. But those men and women that were out there, the, the, the Z one hundred, uh, Elvis Duran. In the old, I will never forget the fact that I worked in the same studio. Elvis, they had left when I worked at Goom Radio. Mm-hmm. I did my show from Elvis's old studio. Okay, yeah. this is the same studios where they hid under the console and stayed on the air for you, the fans. While they looked out to, and you saw the view, sure. the view was on the fucking Hudson. The view was the skyline of New York oh, City. Absolutely. They watched both planes hit the fucking Trade Center. They were there. They watched the fucking Trade Center fall. They were there. Literally, just held hostage by the fact, by fear, by, 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 by uh, anger, by all these things. And that room that I used to do the show, you, there's so much 9-11 history in that room. Sure. Just, I mean, there's so much stuff that went on 18 years ago. It's crazy. It's just, it, it's a crazy thought that it's been 18 years. Babies born after their parents died, or just yeah. other babies that were born, yeah, are now 18 years and old. And never, Think never, about that for a second. got to meet their parents, their fathers, their mothers, uncles. And think about, Sad by the way, shit, how disgusting man. it is that it took so fucking long for you to fix the memorial up. How how many years did that fucking oh, take? Yeah. Think, and I always use the analogy: if a plane flew into your fucking kitchen, yeah, you would go oh, what two weeks without a kitchen? There'd be a brand new fucking kitchen after they got everything out. Look at all the controversy. With People the died tower. there. That's you know what I mean, I like said it was disgraceful. It took, it took them years yeah. just to decide what, to what do with the Freedom Tower. That's what I said. Love you too, Sarah shit, the lesbian man. checking in. By the way, hey Sarah, uh, uh, checking in. She said, "Love you." I know. I got to take a break. I okay. uh, love you guys. What intense stories? Holy shit! That is, if you could sum up nine eleven. It's holy shit. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And it means it on so many different levels. Holy shit, good things. Holy shit, bad things. Holy shit, horrendous fucking things. Holy heroes. shit. It's not heroes and villains, you know? All right. Well, like I said before in the promo that is on Facebook, uh, today is a day that we look into the past, but we are going to look into the future. We have our medium, our mystic medium is here, uh, Elaine, Elena. I, I always fuck up her name because she has such a long name. Yeah. Elena 
Severito Eschwin will be in the fucking show. We're going to take a break. I can't, I'm not going to get this call. Somebody's just calling now. We'll call you in a second. You'll call back. We'll get you in a second because it's the ham radio show. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do some psychic stuff. We're going to try to bring the levity back to the the anger of 9-11. Remember, holy Holy shit. shit. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's 9-11. We'll be right back after these... Words! It's the Ham Radio Show. Come on! Gentlemen, Uncle Eddie. He may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. We'll be right back. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com E.D. Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly E.D. Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila, using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila, our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. It's the Ham Radio Show, live, September 11, 18 years later, Yeah. and uh, even though he's dead, fuck Bin Laden, how about that, uh, how, about, how about fuck Bin Laden, up his ass, yeah, how about, I hope that he's floating, his body is rotting corpses in the water, and I hope a school of fish have swum up his hiney holes. And are laying eggs Piranhas. in his corpse. Piranhas. Piranhas. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what would be a fitting death? You know that beach 
that island where they have pigs on the oh, beach? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope he washes up there and then pigs. Porker. Porks yeah. eat him. That's good. God damn it. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the death of the pig. Yeah. Ah. That should end up on somebody's table, though. Damn right. <laughs> That's the problem. No, they don't eat those pigs. Those those pigs are they they frolic and they die naturally in the woods. Oh, okay. They die of smoking. Okay. It's a whole. It's a horrible fucking vaping. Thing. They vape. They vape. They're vaping pigs. They vapes. Vaping pigs. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. It is the Ham Radio Show. We are without question uh, right here, and of course, Ham Radio. Show.com as well as everything else. Uh, let's get on the phone. I should have done it with the music, but I didn't do it because I'm stupid. Let's get Elena on the phone. Okay. Make sure that we have all that good stuff going on. She's our mystic medium. She's psychic. She knows what we're calling. Hey, did you know we were going to call because you're psychic? Excuse me? Did you, <laughs> did you know that we were going to call you because you're psychic? No, I knew because you set up the date with me because you missed me so much. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, hey. New Jersey medium. Welcome to Hammer Radio. El- Elena, say your last names for me because I fuck it up. Servideo Schwinn. All right. Elena Servideo Schwinn. Yeah, okay. Yes. I said it right. It sounds like a video show on a bicycle. It does. He would have forgotten by the end of this segment. Oh, yeah. No, because I usually just call her beautiful. Oh, thank you. Oh, she's gorgeous. First off, yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, did you see? Did she? Oh, you got to look at her Instagram. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she went. To, she went to thank the. You. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. She went to the beach the other day, and let me say, what a nice two piece. Oh boy. Oh, it's very nice. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I know. Um. So, okay, let's start this off on a very depressing note. Where were you on nine eleven? Where were you eighteen years ago? Actually, I was in Alliance, Ohio. What the hell were you doing there? Ooh, nobody um, that's where my husband actually was from. He used to move us all over the East Coast when he was alive. So that's one of the places we ended up sit- living for a little bit. Yeah, that's it. I hit it on point. So I living. She yeah, was living. living there. She was living. Did you have any, uh, like, you know, mystic fucking, uh, beef, you know, on like nine ten? Did you go like, oh, you know, something bad's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, we should just stay home. Because, yeah, I mean, no, I don't know how far I, your powers I, reach. Well, they reach, but it, you have to, that wasn't like, I'm not like Nostradamus when necessarily I'm going to have, you know, like premonitions about all the disasters that are going to happen across the world. Yeah. She, has a, know? she has a way better ass than Nostradamus. Uh, no. I've never seen Nostradamus. Ass. Oh, he is. Nostradamus? I did. Who can't oh, see his ass? Joe is, Joe is older. He's yeah, seen it. I Joe's so, he, up close and personal. Very Nostradamus thin, is thin So for, for somebody like me, you know, there's a shift in the energy field and, and that something's going on, but it's not necessarily going to mean I knew that that was going to happen. Plus, there was some, so much going on that day because oh. it wasn't just in New York. No, you know? yeah. Well, that's, a th- that's why I, I, I'm not even trying to be... I mean, I'm trying to be entertaining and funny, but the thing is also I'm trying to understand the level, like, the level of your powers. Like, if if something happened, like, because that was a monumental, earth-shattering oh, yeah. thing. Like, you know, like in Star Wars, sure. when Yoda, when the planet blows up and Yoda's like, whew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he knows. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, do, you don't get, do you get, are you like Yoda with a vagina yeah, or are you, what are you? There you go, Yoda with a vagina. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, there, there are times when we did that, but at that time, I, I had very young babies, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really didn't watch TV, and I was so focused on being pregnant, having, you know, a very young baby in my arms and then chasing another one around that, you know, at the time when that occurred, um, unfortunately, my focus wasn't necessarily on that. Was all my energy was focused on them. Yeah, you were a little preoccupied, so, I understand. You had, you know, diaper you know, duty that's, that's, for one. But I will tell you, I did bear witness to it because you have to remember I can feel places oh, yeah, and I get vision. So what happened was I had a very good, actually I had lost some people, unfortunately that were nine and 11. Um, and I also had a friend that survived it and was there and he was having a really hard time with it. And he asked me it. to come to New York where they ended up, uh, to have me touch the railing, um, so that I could get what I felt on it. So I went with him and I don't even know the name of the restaurant, but it was a French restaurant, and the same waiter was there. Um, and I touched the rail, and I was actually able to see and feel everything that had been going on. And the whole street, like, transformed, and I could see all the smoke and the paper and the people coming the one direction. So it was a situation where I went through that with him because he walked it, and I was able to walk up the street with him. Um, wow. So I did experience, that was a very, very, very rough thing for me. I take a 9-11 to me is very serious. No, no, yeah, we're, um, not, we're not joking about 9-11 by any means, but it's just that. No, 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 I didn't say that. But to me, just because of, of just the whole thing. Um, oh, yeah, of course. But like for you, you know. to have, for you to have what essentially would be a force vision where you could actually put your put yourself in the environment of back then, yeah. that is, that is it, a... It was, it's like nifty. he still had the suit, and he had preserved the suit. I said, get rid of the suit. I said, don't don't ever let that thing go. I said, get rid of it. Burn it. You know, because he had been holding on to so many things and things that he had went through through that, and it was just a process that I went with, through with him to bear witness. So I bear witness to it after the fact, and I bear witness to it when I actually go to the memorial. You very rarely ever catch me down at that memorial. And when I end up there, it's because I'm meant to be there, and it's bearing witness and being there in reverence for all those people. Um, Just because I can feel them and I can see them there and all that other fun stuff. So that that just whole thing is just a little hard on me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can imagine if you're in a place with that much death, you know, Mm -hmm. attached to it, you're going to see, it's going to be like the fucking Walking Dead for you. You're going to see nothing but people, spirits, premonitions, you know, apparitions. I was saying premonitions, apparitions. Floating around. And I, mean, you're gonna I, be... I was there a couple weeks ago when I did Murano in the morning, and I yeah. ended up there by chance. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe, because my friend, I had to go see somebody who was a detective, and um, I said to him, I said, okay, it's gorgeous. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just walk to you. And then he goes, are you sure you don't want me to come to you? And gave the address. Now, I'm an idiot. I don't know New York like that. I put stuff in my GPS. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's fine. And as I started getting closer... I didn't realize he was catty corner to the mon- to the memorial. No. So I'm feeling all this pressure, and I'm getting all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. I called him on the phone. I said, where are you? He goes, I'm by the memorial. That's why I asked if you wanted me to come to you. Mm. I said, no, it's fine. And then I went, and I did what I had to do with him, and then I actually went, and I spent time down there. And I did a live because the thing is is I can see all the people that are still there. And I still can feel everything. But they're walking among the people that are there. So I actually did a lot because a lot of people that actually are there at the memorial are not really showing much respect for the people who were killed there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So it's it's like it's like, but I could see the live people and the people that have passed on, kind of like crossing each other's paths. Now, can I ask? Uh, by the way, we're talking to uh, the New Jersey medium, uh, Laner Savido Schwinge. I got it right. Um, Almost. Almost. Wait, uh, Sir, Sir Avito? Sir Video. Sir Video. Sir Video. Joe, every now you're going to fucking say her name. Sir Video. I don't want to piss off the mystic. I don't want to get you know, the medium powers okay. negatively. Oh, you couldn't. You're my baby. You no, I know. Me I know. Off. You know that. Because I'm very sexually attracted to you. I, I gave him the her. benefit of the doubt, said you yeah. would forget it before the end of the session. Oh, I, I totally. So I, you, I, you know what it is? that. Because I focus on my questions in my brain, and sometimes I. Because I just call her Elena. Or I call her, hey, uh-huh. sexy. Or hey, sugar tits, and then she yells at me. But I, but I say it. I never yell at you ever. Okay, sugar tits, congratulations. <laughs> um, hashtag me too. Okay. Um, the the because uh, now I'm now I'm connected to this question in my brain that okay I, at the nine eleven memorial now are people like where they die because those people died there like these are the these are the the ghosts or the spirits or the apparitions. Of those people, am I correct? So, when it, well, you get a couple of different things. You get the energy of the people who lost their lives there, and you also get the energy, the residual energy, because you have to understand your energy still right now has an echo in your living. Yeah. So, I get the residual energy of the people, the loved ones of the people that have gone there and cried because yeah. they lost somebody. Oh, yeah. So, it's very emotional because I get. The people who still have stuck around that haven't passed on, that are stuck there. And then I get the people that go there and pray for these people that were connected. So your so cup, your cup it, running those over. People are still, those people yeah. are still alive. Yeah, but, okay, but this is going to be my question, though, because I, I understand that part. That there's going to be emotion from the, the, the living and emotion from the dead. But mm-hmm. my question to you, this New Jersey medium, is do, are they, like, forever stuck there? Like, do they get to go, like, as, you know, as the spirit or the energy or whatever, do they, are they stuck at the memorial, like, where they died, or do they get to go, like, I'd like to visit Pittsburgh today as a ghost, and then go to Pittsburgh? Well, the ones that, the ones that I've seen there, they're, they're kind of, it's like a residual kind of thing, they weren't ready to go, so those they choose, and I, I, they're stuck there because some of them aren't even aware. They haven't, of accepted, what happened. Right? Yeah. they haven't accepted it. So, yeah. but are they stuck there forever? Um, no. Uh, they can be crossed over, and people can effectively, that's like where prayer and all that other good stuff comes in, where they can effectively be crossed over or asked to move on. But it's not like they're wandering from where they passed on there, and then they can go hang out with their mom in her living room kind of thing, because it was such a tragedy that happened there. And because the way that memorial was built, the memorial itself was built the wrong way. Why? So... Because if you've ever gone to the memorial, it's like mm-hmm. either somebody was just trying to be really creative and artistic and um, thought that would be a good idea, or they knew what they were doing. Because the way the square and the shape of the memorials are set up and how the water runs straight down and levels, it's running into the ground, where they should have had the water coming and, and, and going upward. So it's almost like it's a gateway. It's almost like it forces things to be trapped there. Ah. So I'm not real, and a lot of people will talk to you about it. I'm not real happy with whomever designed that memorial because it was kind of designed in a way where 
it, it isn't the best thing. It wasn't the best thing for them. It would have been better if they had reversed the water and had the water going up to the heavens versus going down into the depths of the earth. All right, but Elena, do you think that that was purposely done? Like maybe somebody knew, like, you know, maybe they're like studying, you know, uh, apparitions. Maybe they were like, oh, well, just, we're going to get everybody. We're going to keep them here, quite frankly. It's like a bear trap for ghosts. You know, you're going to keep them there. Or do you think that they just was eh, fuck it, we didn't know, so we just did it? I'm I'm really think whoever did it didn't know. All right. Because I would really I would really hate to think. But the fact that I even question it, do you understand what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's like I'm just praying that that wasn't their intent. Um, because it's just it could have been done way differently. All right. So, but if you've noticed anything that's ever even in Washington and all the monuments and things like that, anything was built. It was built specifically in specific ways for reasons um so all right so that was that's the past though and it was 18 i mean we're, i mean yes it's today is the anniversary 9 11 and everything but that's the past and like i said uh in the promo i want to look towards the future so mm-hmm. I, we have you know three guys in the room plus we have people uh that were begging and pleading uh for a reading they're gonna do it through the uh facebook live suite okay because uh, and one of which being our own uh, can, uh, Canadian Unified Network technician, oh, yes. uh, Nick, who recently lost his grandmother. Yeah, it was very sad. Uh, last week. Well, at the beginning of this week. Was it the beginning of this week? Uh, last week. Six, right, well, six days ago. Yeah, like six days. So last week. Yeah. But it's still fresh. The wound is still oh, fresh. Yeah. Uh, and he And he was asking if he could have a reading. So I don't know if your powers can reach the Great White North, but I bet you they can. Because you weren't, yes, so I would think if if it was possible, uh, can you? Uh, Nick is uh, listening to the show right now, so he can hear everything you're going to say. What do you have to say for Nick, uh, our Canadian Unified Network Technician, aka the Cun? Um, and he's the one that lost his grandmother, correct? Yes. yes, yes. I actually, it's not me; it's what she has to say to him. Okay, Nick, you better be okay, listening. Okay, so this. So this is, and she's directly speaking to him, and basically it's like kind of telling him where he's at and what he needs to do right now is the best thing. So he's got to understand his grandmother, Mm -hmm. and he's got to remember and feel her presence so that he can actually hear her, um, because these are her words to him, and with things that are going on with his life right now. So it's kind of like she's telling him what to do without telling him what to do and hoping he makes the right choices. Um, his issue is this, is he has to stay right now very much in his present. Okay. Um, he's, he's not attention to his present and his surroundings and the things in life. He, he kind of either starts rushing forward too soon and puts the cart before the horse, or he gets stuck and he starts dwelling on things that hold him back. So he really has to focus on his present to actually give himself a solid base to allow himself to move forward. So she's noticing those things that he has a tendency to do, especially with some things he's dealing with emotionally now. And then he has to learn how to reflect on things, but learn from them and learn how to let go. Because he has a really hard time letting go of stuff. So if he would reflect on it, figure out if it was a lesson for him that he had to learn or if, if or if it was just life and this is just something that was happened and for him a lot of things you go through sweetheart it's just life it's just stuff that happens mm-hmm. 
So you have to kind of recognize, um, reconcile with that and allow yourself, even at that point, because he does have a tendency also not allow his emotions to come through the way they need to. So yes. even as guys, which, you know, you guys cry, you guys get emotional, you guys are fragile. Yeah. You guys I am not. The most... Yes, you are, especially oh. you. Especially you. We'll, yes, we'll get to me in a minute, with... Elena. We'll get to me in a minute. Come on, help the guy out here. Come on, it's all about you. I know, it's all you, about you. it should be, but, but it's not. <laughs> cannot block the feelings he's going through. No. He has to allow himself to go through this and really try to just, honestly, and the way his grandmother says it, he needs to go through it all at once. He just needs to get it done and over with and deal with it. Okay? Nick. And because, basically, she says he has to put himself in a timeout. Ooh, Grandma's giving you a timeout. Because she made a point of telling me that not to worry, she's coming back real soon. So she's actually making the choice of jumping right back in. Oh, and Nick, she wasn't done yet. Nick, she, 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 she Grandma, yet. Grandma now is speaking through me. She also says, "Keep up the good stuff you do for the Ham Radio Show." <laughs> and also, can you please get a fucking haircut? Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fucking kid has like three hairs. Cut the fucking thing off. Uh, okay, so let's do Joe next. Now, Joe also, used, this is our studio that we're in. Yeah. But you said that there was, quote unquote, a spirit, an entity. A female. A spirit. female entity. No, what, that what? Joe wants to keep dumping off and uh, making somebody else. No, because I, I got this feeling. You know, yeah. I, I had a producer. That Joe's I, got a feeling. That I worked with for many, many years in the studio. And he passed away a couple of years ago. Yes. We were very close. And I always got a feeling that this guy is here, like, telling me what to Because that's what he did. He told me what to do all Yes, time. he was very bossy. Yeah, yeah. this is, a, you know. And I, that's a, And last time you were here, you told me I had a spirit in the studio. But you told me it was a female spirit. But I still feel... No, that 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 female spirit is very much still there. And she's very much... She, she's like an aggravated person. She gets annoyed really easy. Yeah. So where I see her, I, she actually... The way I see her is she's a... She's aggravated. Petite. I'm not going to say the word skinny. She's petite. Oh. Probably about five six. She wears her hair in a ponytail, and it's kind of wavy, and she's got red hair. Oh, Joe, one Joe, of those people Joe that Epstein. kind of stands back in the corner and crosses her arms and kind of just taps and glares at you. Nothing, and nothing. the producer, yeah. when you started talking to him, he goes, yeah, I might have told him what to do, but he never fucking listened to me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's Johnny. Well, no, uh, I, have a, I have a girl that's working in the studio now who you just described to a T, you know, but she's alive. You know, she's not. Uh, maybe it's her presence. Yeah, you know, maybe could, could it be? Is is this chick maybe. dead? Is she, is she is she? I feel that presence in the studio right now. She's tapping her foot, glaring at you. Oh, Where is she standing right now in the studio? So I want to. I want to give her a high five. So high we five. can move. <laughs> no, really, you just described. No, do not those. make your moves on that one. Don't, don't give don't her a high five. No high five for you, spirit woman. No, you're allowed to high five. He's just not allowed to make any moves on her. Oh, Joe, don't. Oh, you can't hit on her. Oh, I think no, I no, no. no, I. Well, I, she's a child, from what Elena just described. No, no she's just. Uh, the, the, she's just petite. Uh, very petite. Yeah. That's right, Joey Epstein. She weighs about ninety pounds. You know, well. very small. Yeah, because you can't call a petite woman skinny because they're not skinny. They're just tiny. Yeah, yeah. She's small. Yeah. She's about you know. 
less than five feet. I don't know. Joe, is also, Joe also uh, in this studio has masturbated before. All the time. So has she watched? No, no. Joe, no. wait, hold on. If the spirit. We're asking Elena, the, the New Jersey <laughs> mystic medium, if she has watched Joe masturbate in this very studio. Well, she's never watched. Maybe she could help She might. Out. She might. Maybe she was. Maybe that's why she's frustrated and angry. <laughs> Angry. Of all the men I gotta watch jerk off, I gotta watch this old fuck jerk off. How dare you! I'd rather the fat you have one. To remember, if they're there, they see everything that's going on, but that really doesn't bother them either way. So you're good. Oh, Joe, she's you're seen good. it all. Oh, There's not much to see, to be honest. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, so do you, do you have anything else for I'm Joe? I'm sure she knew that. Elena, um, is, is the spirit realm need anything else from Joe? What's this guy? No, Joe that? needs Joe needs something for Joe. Is it uh, shave his mustache? Joe. But I have to. I have to. You guys have so much energy. I have to lock into Joe right now. Yeah, I I lock, lock into Joe. Joe. I'll be quiet. You guys got so much going on, and it's like what I get from you is is is. is and I think I told you to you last time where you had to start doing more stuff, and you didn't do what I told you to do. Uh, uh, Why? I'm doing a lot Because he doesn't stuff. listen to anyone. That's his fucking problem. He got a new car. Like, it's like, it's like you, you get yourself stuck. There's things that you want to do. Do you remember this? Yes, There's I things do, yeah. that you want to do, and, and it's like almost like you almost, you get in your own way because it's like you have this fear, but it's a fear of your own self about being able to follow through with it, where if you would just let go and... and Freaking get up off your ass, you get it done. Yeah, Joe, get you're off really your freaking ass. Like, this is the second time I'm talking to you, and you're stalling because I remember this conversation. It's coming clearly in my brain. Yeah. And then all I get is you being the this on, like this frustration for me, and it's, it's, it's universe bitch slapping you right now. It's not me because there's places, there's things you're supposed to be doing, and you hold back too much, and it's more out of fear than anything else. And it's really yeah, probably fear of you point. actually succeeding. Yeah. Um, What's and really on? doing well. Wait, if you wait, Elena, went forward with it, you'd be fine. All right, hold on, Elena, because Joe wants to make a point, even what? though it's probably a bad point. No, it's not really a bad point, but what, what, what she's saying is I, I, I just refuse to take out a project right now. Uh, one of my old producers called me and wanted to do a project. Oh, shit, and, see? And I, and I refused the project. She's good. I'm yeah. telling you. And now I'm wondering, maybe I shouldn't have refused this project because yeah. it might have been something really. It, was it something that would have brought you some yeah. joy, Joseph? You're, you're, it's not even that. There's opportunities that are presented to him, mm -hmm. and it's like all of a sudden he just digs in and he doesn't even stomp his foot. He's like a kid that it would just drop down on the floor. No, I'm not doing it. That's Joe. You know, like he gets in his own way. And it's frustrating because if you just put yourself out there a little bit, you'd be fine with it. And you just, wow. this is like your M.O., though. This is like, but it's, it's frustrating because it's happening right yeah. now. And I thought, I'm like, why was he so chicken shit? Dude. Why didn't he go through with it? Why did he stop himself from doing Elena, it? Elena, it's funny. Done well. Elena, it's funny because every time that me and Joe fight, yeah. it's usually Joe's stubbornness that stubbornness. your stubbornness. <laughs> That brings it out. You 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 don't want to change, Joe. That's what I'm hearing from Elena, the mystic I'm too old New Jersey medium I'm is telling you and, and people and even Debbie in the Facebook live suite yeah. is saying light a fire under Joe's ass. There you go. Make it happen. Yeah. 
All right, so get them moving because it would make change for you, and it's good change. But then maybe you don't want that added excitement in your life. Maybe you kind of like sticking in complacency and where you're at. But that's kind of silly when you have so much other stuff out there. Yeah, he's old in his brain. Well, you know, you be doing more. I, I get the feeling that you know, like it's it, it's done for me. You know, I, you know, I'm 75 years old. I'm not looking. To you're not fucking anymore. dead yet, stupid. Well, you know, she's talking to the living, not the dead. You moron, you're alive. Age is, age is nothing but a number. Yeah, and my favorite number, 69. Well, my number's very big. You know? No, <laughs> It's a large number. It's a large number. All right, what, what Ricky? Ricky no, uh, I was pointing to his um, what's name because uh, his oh. screen went down. Oh, yeah, fuck his screen. It, 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 Joe thinks he's going down. Fuck him. Uh, Ricky's up next. Uh, Ricky in the studio. Ricky didn't want a reading. Now he wants a reading. So obviously something's on his mind. Oh, yeah. Something's on his mind. Elena, use your mystical powers and fuck up his brain right now. Tell him what's going on in his world. Come on. Let go. Let go, Joe. Let go. Let Ricky, go. Of something. Move. You You already know. Move out, away. Move out of that situation you're in because you're not going to effectively change it and it's not ever going to change. And there's nothing you can do about it. So you can either just stay there stuck and end up miserable or you can kind of accept it for what it is, and you can move on. Oh, mm. Is it work-related, rela- relationship, or does he already know what the fuck the thing is? I know what it is. Oh, yeah, you know what it is. He knows exactly what it is. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to share with the class, or is it something private? Do I want to share yeah, with the class? Do you want to share with the class and, and the radio listening world? And, no, or or do you want to keep knows. it private? Okay. Nobody been this way. Right. I'm, I'm just asking, motherfucker. I'm asking. Fuck that's you, why, that's why she said Fuck this you. shit. Hey, that's you, why she well, said this shit thing, in code. Fuck you, Joe. You're stubborn. You know what I'm talking about, and it is his, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'll say things a specific way. Yeah. And people might go, oh, that's kind of vague. No, it's not. It's very specific to him, and he knows exactly what it was because he kind of asked the question, mm-hmm. and I answered him. Damn right. So it's. It's his business and his decision. So if he was to share it, that's his business as long as he hears me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows because I'm sharing that space with him what he needs to do. If he chooses to do that, he does. If he chooses to share, mm-hmm. that's up to him. But that belongs to him. It doesn't belong to anybody else. Mm-hmm. All right. So does Ricky have anything else or is it just like what you told no, that's him? that's pretty much relevant. If he can just, just do this one thing. And, and it's, if you could just do this one thing and... and and kind of get over it and, and get over yeah. it real quick because you kind of already dealt with it and you already know better. Everything will open up for you, but this is really if you're staying in a position in a place where you do not need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's time. Come on, Ricky! Right. Come on, Ricky! <laughs> dun, dun, get off your ass, Joe. You and Ricky fix your shit. Suck All right, it. let's hear your shit. All right, do you want to go to my shit or do you want to go to a listener's shit? Because I, 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 so we'll do. You want to do? Let's do me first, and then we'll do uh, Carla Okerson, who wanted one too. So, and then we're done okay. with all the psychic readings. But let's go to me. This one should be good. Prop up your feet. Put on your funny pants. Here comes the psychic reading. Actually, this is really good. I'm actually very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I I am actually very proud of you and what you've done. Because over the past few months, remember how I told you last time that I read you on here that things were going to start opening up for you? That's what they heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. 
and uh, you're going to start getting more opportunities and be able to start doing a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's happening. And the thing is, is you have to, it's like you had a surge of power and an upswing in the energy and there was movement and you're getting excited about it. But you have to keep fueling it and feeding it because you have more success in front of you. And especially with the whole radio personality and moving up and becoming more and more relevant um, and reaching a wider audience, but you have to keep going with the flow of that. And it's really also sticking, standing in your, sticking to your gun, standing in your power, because you know how you want to do your show. You know how to speak, and it's not for anybody to attempt to change you. I so agree. when people try to start changing the way you do things, no, this is how it's worked, and this is why I'm here. So you don't have to bend. You stick close to home, because it's, it's kind of like the ebb and flow. The tide changed for you. And everything's happening. It's kind of like you recreated the whole thing. It's kind of like if you were going to go back to Atlantis, you just raised Atlantis from the ocean kind of thing. That's right. Bow down, bitches. I'm coming for you. That's what it is. I'm coming for you. I'm uh, you've a, a big... actually, you've actually really, you've kind of become a little bit more transparent and oh, yeah. let your guard down enough for people to turn around and, and really kind of understand who you are and the benefit and your worth which before you were blocking quite a bit. So I'm very, very proud of you and where you're Aww. going. You really have done the work. Whereas you did the work and we talked about it, Joe fucking sat on his ass and did nothing. See, Joe is the exact opposite of me. <laughs> I go out there and I whoop ass and take names. Joe just sits there going, I'll get to it later. Maybe, maybe the but next the funniest story. thing is, is he's so much a part of you. Yeah. It's kind of like having... It's kind of, and Joe, don't be upset when what? I say this, don't. Go ahead, because I have something he just said to and me today that I want to fucking. it's only because you do like to sit in the background and you don't like to move. Exactly. This is your own thought. This is your own fault, so I'm apologizing for what I'm about to say because I'm not meaning it to hurt you in any way. But it's kind of like you make a really good sidekick for him. There you go. I say it all the time. But the thing is, is your sidekick is actually what drives you. So if he would just engage and do what he's supposed to do, the possibilities are endless for the both of you because you become a duo. You become like that character set. All right, Elena, perfect example. Today he tells me he did, I just got cleared my two press passes to cover the Porn Expo in New Jersey, right? I'm going to be down there. I'm going to cover the Porn Expo. Joe looks forward to this thing every year. This is like Joe's Christmas. He goes there. He sees boobies. He sees ass. He steals stuff from the free stuff. He comes home with bags of free pens and lighters. He steals free shit. Oh, he steals a ton of free Lots shit. Of stuff I got. Lots of shit. Loves it. Today, I come into the studio. He tells me, I'm not going to go this year. I'm I, I'm I'm old. I don't want to walk anymore. I'm I'm telling you, it's this defeatist weird thing that's inside of him. He needs to take the stick out of it. Did his I ass. tell you? Did I tell you he was stuck? Yeah, stuck in a rut. Stuck in a you're rut. stuck in a He's rut. Stuck. You'd rather be stuck in a cunt, but you're I stuck know, in a rut. <laughs> that's another thing. I know, but you'll <laughs> yeah, never get that. That's right. All right. Is so, there ass in his future? All right, listen. <laughs> yeah, is there ass in his future? Will Joe get laid tonight? No, that's a night for sure. We. <laughs> All right, also, wait not, to, not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Not tonight. Right. Oh, well, he said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, but let, let Elena look like she knew. We all knew the answer. Right? 
that he wasn't getting laid. But that was no big whoop. We, we, we like to let the psychic tell everybody that Joe's not getting laid. All right, so are you willing to do, because I'm getting a shit ton of requests yeah. from people. Are you willing to do, because uh, we don't have to go to break right now. We'll just fucking keep okay, going. We'll go right through. We'll go right through. I don't care. Uh, but it, it's up It's up to you if you're willing. I have one. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, all right, let's do Carla Okerson first, because she asked first. religious tequila. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Uh, fuck them right in the asshole. Um, all right, so let's do Carla Okerson first. Then we have a whole bunch. We got Debbie. We got John from Taste of Puebla. We got um, who else? I mean, the fucking list is huge here. Uh, all right, so let's just we get those people. Let's get them out of the way. So Carla Okerson, who is a fan of the show, she's a stand-up comic. She's also a lawyer. She is also connected to a, a bunch of big-name comics. She would like to know. She wants a reading. Go ahead, Elena. You've already kicked ass already. Go ahead. Kick ass a little bit more. Hey. No, good. She's listening via the show, uh, the Facebook live stream, oh. so she's not going to actually okay. answer you. See, this is this is actually a little hard because I can't interact with her. I need you. Can you see what she's writing? Uh, right now, she's not writing anything. So if you want someone that's actually okay, I writing... Need, I need you to ask her if it's okay for me to tell her exactly what I'm going to tell her or if she wants me to message her because it's private. All right, so message her, her, it's private, message her, because she, she is connected to you via Facebook because of the last time you were on the show, you because gave her... Because it's, yeah. it's, but if she's okay with me speaking in reference, because it's about her daughter. Yeah, so, if you want, um, if you want that's, to... a, that's a very private thing. Yeah, so... Don't, Nothing uh, bad, so she doesn't need to panic, so what I can do is, like, do, like, a reading on her, but I got something for her about her daughter, um, and that's really important, but like I said, certain things that, you know... Well, that's you don't what I'm saying. You, want to share online. Then you know what? Put uh, well. Then, then I will. I will hit her up, and I'll say, you know, she wants to talk to you. If you're I want willing to talk to her about her daughter, yeah, she wants to talk to you about your daughter. So we'll get to her but in a little bit. I will. I will hit her. Wow, you guys. You know, it's what's really cool. I will hit her. She's got a really good point. She's got movement going on in her her life, uh, where she's going to take off. Ooh. Good. She it's deserves like, it. It's, it's right now, um, Carla. It's almost like you're starting to feel a sense of weightlessness, that like a weight starting to get lifted over off of your shoulders, and things are starting. You're starting to be able to breathe a little bit better again, and you're kind of starting to have a little bit more hope for the way things are going for the future. So it's it's happening. That what you're feeling, it's real. Ooh. Don't let go of it, and you can trust it. It's not. You're not going to backslide again. You're not going to have shit come around and. She has a tendency to go through certain things, and she she's a real fighter. She actually, she kicks ass. She really does, um, and really takes things on the chin and deals with stuff in a very specific way. But now it's getting a little bit easier for her where she could take a breath, which is really good. So it's going to have rapid development. She's going to have more success. So all the stuff that she's been working on that's been brewing, she needs to let it bubble up over. She just needs to keep pushing and working because she, it's going to bring her success monetarily. Money-wise. Right. Right, so let's so go. keep going with what you're doing, and then just stay authentic and genuine and stay in your present, and you're going to be fine. All Don't right, get so ahead of yourself. Let's go so to, that's for her. Let's go to Debbie. Debbie uh, wants you to do one on her. So Debbie and then John. And then we're going to, like, then anyone else, please hit her up on her. Do you, you have a website, Elena? Yeah, it's www.oneheartonespirit.com, and you spell out the words one. You can actually go on the website and you can actually work with me through sessions. I do in-person and video sessions. 
Um, you could book a session through the website, or you could hit me up through direct messenger on Instagram or uh, Facebook, and I will get back to you. All right, so there you go. One, uh, you can get to the website. We'll put the information if someone can on the Facebook Live Suite. We'll be good. So Debbie, and then John, and then everyone else. Go to you know Elena's website because we don't want to keep you here all fucking night. I mean, I love to, but you know, I, I want you in my bedroom. I don't want you just on much. Hey, hey, now I know we all know we all know how much you like to play. Woo, <laughs> buddy! I love and I will tell you, I'm going to actually throw him a flop out there for any women that you know would want to pursue something with him. He is a giver. Oh, I'm and a I've giver. I've never been with this man, so let me preface: I Woo. haven't. But, like, I know something about Joe that he specifically likes when it comes to this because I do so much twin <laughs> work and soulmate work and sex energy and all that other stuff. So he is a giver. So I'm a giver. Know, he, he fronts, but he's a giver. I'm a giver. He I guess, a giver. Got a small penis, but I'm a giver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debbie uh, is ready up in the Facebook Live suite. She's ready to hear your reading. Elena, please bring the Mystic Arts to Debbie. <laughs> She's going through a transition right now. She's transitioning. And it's kind of like she's at a crossroads, and she really needs to allow herself to change. Um, she's been stuck for a while, um, and she's kind of had tunnel vision. So for her to, and it's not, and it's really moving on in her life because um, she's gone through some things that have kind of kept her stuck lately, um, where she feels like she's trapped and doesn't know how to get out of her own way. Um, she really has to embrace the stronger side of her, the masculine side, being less of a victim, and I mean that in the best of a way, and become stronger um, so that she can look at things a little bit differently because it's all about sacrifice, okay? Anything that she wants to do for her to actually get out of her situation, she has to make the sacrifice that is necessary, and sometimes that's compromising. So she needs a little bit of compromising, and she actually needs to be able to admit when things where some other people might be a little bit right, because if she doesn't, it's going to destroy her. So she has to learn to be a little bit more open and accept things so that she can move forward. And then basically at that point, once she's done that, she'll be able to appreciate life more and move on. All right. But remember, she, she, if she has to admit that, you know, that people are right, she's a woman. That doesn't usually happen with women. That is not what I said to you at all. I know. I didn't say it to me. You said to Debbie. Just saying. No, I didn't say that to Debbie, because let me tell you this whole thing about feminists. Yes, tell me. Want to hear my hear? See, I, I'm not a feminist in the true sense of the word. And you want to know why? Why? Because all these women got it wrong. Because we were already born with all the power. We were already born with the fact that we mm-hmm. can carry children, nurse them, and take care of them, and create beautiful, brilliant people. Yeah. We were already the people that were put there that you guys come to for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's taking care of you, whether I, it's sex, whether it's supporting you. We're the ones that have always run the house. I always say so that women have more power than men. always been the center of the universe. Absolutely. Men used to go out to work because we everybody has their jobs of what they're supposed to do and you work together and you support oh, each other. So yeah. now you have all these crazy people that change things and really took it to the place where they shouldn't have. Uh-huh. Okay, so now all these women are out working, busting their asses. They're, these guys think it's great, so they're sitting on their ass doing nothing, and we're still taking care of the kids and everything else. That's right, Joe. There is nothing equal about that at all. Nope. So we just need to revamp it a little bit. So she actually stood in her power, but she's got to get out of her own way. All right, get out of your own way, Debbie. All right, we're moving on to the last one. John, 
John Vargas uh, needs a little help from the mystic realm of the New Jersey medium. Vargas. Uh, Vargas, John Vargas, uh, from Elena. Joe, you and your job. Her name. Elena. Oh. Yeah, look at he it. Forgot uh, now. It's right there. Let, you, let Joe learn how to read. Servideo. Uh, 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 yes, Servideo. And Schwim. like the bike. Schwing. Video Schwinn. There you go. Video Schwinn. Yes. See, I made him work. I made him yeah. do something. And I remember the name. I know. So uh, John, Debbie also said, put, before we get to John, Debbie said, uh, my son is back from basic training for the U.S. Army Reserves. I have let go of a lot. Yeah. So yeah. she just wants you to know that, Elena. She's let go of a lot. She's doing the work. So she's already, she already knows yeah. what she's, so that means she's on the right path, which is good. Debbie, you're she's on the right path. Stay true to the path. Is what we're being told. Uh, John Vargas is waiting. He's in the wings on the Facebook Live suite. This is the last one. John Vargas, last one. Mystic. Stop. I yeah. got it. Stop being such a jerk. Oh, John? You're being a jerk. Yes, he's being a jerk right now. John, stop being that's a jerk. Fucking asshole. Stop being a jerk. Okay. He's one of those people that, you know how when people um, kind of... It, it's like if, if you're used to somebody, um, how can I explain it? It's like being stuck in your own person, not being able to move on, like somebody who's just a jerk and treats everybody the same way all the time. Joe. If you would just, and that's only because of things that have happened to him. So his defense mechanism is really working against him versus working for him, especially right now, okay? Because he's got to get to the point where he just calms his ass down, changes how he looks at things a little bit, because that will attract to him the people that he wants to come near him, and he needs to stop decluttering. He's got to get rid of all of the clutter around him and simplify things quite a bit. Um, and at that point, he's going to be fine. But he really, he's kind of stuck in his own spot, and he's kind of pushing people away because he doesn't know how to respond to them because it's almost like, you know, this has happened before. It's not happening again. I'm not even putting myself out there. There you go. Stick your head out of your ass, John. Mm-hmm. Take your head out of your ass. Get out of and your own way. Get rid of all the clutter. Get rid of all the clutter. Go through, go through your phone and get rid of a whole bunch of people in your phone that aren't supposed to be there anymore. And he already knows who I'm talking about in reference to that, too. Yeah. Chicks or dick Clear picks. your phone out of the dead weight. Wait a minute. Stop he... being a jerk and clear the phone out of the dead weight. But they he... serve you no purpose. But he knows me. Am I dead weight? No, you're not dead weight. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Woo! I just want to cover my own fat he ass. Mu- right? he, he, he must feel you got it right because he put K, okay. He said, okay. okay. The power of the mystic medium of New Jersey does not fucking falter in her readings. We learned that Joe's a dick and won't fucking get off his ass and a procrastinator. I know nothing yet. We know that Ricky has to fucking stop holding on to some shit and let it go. Yeah, that he won't tell us about. We learned that I'm fucking amazing, but we already I'll knew that. You, off the air. We already knew that. Are you going to tell me? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but now, Ooh. Joe, at least you do what I tell you to do because I got all the power and you listen to me. Damn right. I listen to you so all the you time. Do. There you do. Now, now, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I've already told you twice what you needed to do. Yes, you have. So that is like universe telling you what to do and using me as the vessel to do so. And you're like a direct reflection of me. If I come back on the show in three months and you still haven't done it, it's like you just, just you on purpose 
trying to hurt me, and I know you don't want to hurt me, oh, right? No, yeah, he said, not, fuck no. it. Joe, don't let this be the you're, second tragedy that happened direct, on 9 You're a okay? direct reflection of me, so you better get up off the ass and do something. Okay, well, thank you for telling me. Yeah, Joe, you're, <laughs> you're a welcome. dick. God damn it. He's not a dick. I never called him that. No, I'm calling him a dick. I know, but that's not nice, because okay. he's not one. Joe, you're not a dick. You're a douche. Get off your ass. That's right. God damn it. I think I need to get laid more. You should get laid more. All right, how about this one? How about this one, Lena? Right before, we're going to do plugs, and then we'll, we'll kick you off the phone and everything. But let me uh, make this. Who here is going to get laid next out of the three men in this room? Who? Put your power right, under our penis. We have Joe. We have you. Who's the other one that's in that room right now? And big Slicky Rick. Slick, Slicky Rick. Yeah. Slick Rick's going to get laid first. Yep. I can believe that. Yeah, but, but see, he's black, has a big penis. He lives with his yeah. wife. Has, I mean, he has pussy see, accessibility. You know, well, she's, you said who's going to get laid no, next. She's telling me. His wife isn't that easy. He's got to work for it a little bit. Oh, yeah. He has to, yeah his wife isn't that easy. It's his not, wife isn't that easy at all. It's not working. It's, it's begging. You might have known he's begging. very lucky, by the way. <laughs> Say that but again. She's not that easy. She's not she's that easy. She's very lucky. But she's not that easy. Yeah, You're she's a, she's a cheapskate with the drugs. With, with the, the pussy, yeah. Yeah. But but she don't give me if if I want it, she gives it. Okay, I don't uh, I don't have that. Well, yeah. then you don't get the bitch. Mm -hmm. You don't get yeah. the bitch if she if you want it and she gives it to oh, you. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I ask Elena for it and well, she says no. Well, you have you have to you have to pursue her. You have to ask or you know. Oh, I have. She she doesn't believe she don't well, think it's ladylike. Women like to be. You guys she don't think it's ladylike. Women like to be pursued in the right way. That's because she's a lady. Well, she like, don't we think. Like, she we don't like think it's ladylike. We like to be played with. We like to feel sexy. There's all these things. <laughs> Ricky walks in the kitchen with his dick out. No, no. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't have to walk in the kitchen for that. No, you no. You just walk with your dick out. Ricky stays in the living room with his dick out, going and pointing at his junk. She never thought it was ladylike for the woman to make the move. That's what it yeah, is. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, she's from a different era. But my wife's the same way. All right. So wait, wait, wait. We got we got news on the psychic front. Okay. I want to make sure I got the uh, music. Do I have the proper music here? Hold on. Breaking news from the world of the psychic realm. Breaking news from John Vargas. Yeah. Who says, thank you, ma'am. I will get rid of my exes on my phone. Uh -huh. He has taken it to heart. He has said, go fuck the exes, get them off the phone, and unclutter his existence. Yeah. And this is because of Elena and, I think and her I'm, powers. And I think I'm going to accept that project I turned down. Exactly. Yeah. And Ricky's going to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to succeed. Yeah. Shit, I need to do that. I want to succeed more. I'm gonna, we're going to do you're it. You're going to, though. You, you, have to, you just have to keep it going. You're going to. You're on a good... You're, you have a good wave going. Ride it. Thank you, baby. Ride I'm going to ride that wave, and uh, I hope that you get wet by my wave. Um, <laughs> Elena, plug your... You've never uh, given up, are you? No, not what I'm talking Have you seen <laughs> Elena? No. I want her to give a psychic reading to my balls. That's what I want to do. Elena, plug your uh, website, baby. Uh, my website's www.oneheartonespirit.com. You spell it the one. And ever, so you can go up there, book a session, book an event. I do speak, I do, you know, I, I speak, I do sessions, I do past life regressions, readings, the whole nine yards. Um, also on Monday nights on 
Instagram Live, a nine o'clock Eastern Standard. I do something called Mystic Mondays, oh, nice. where people come on and for about an hour, and it's been going on for two hours now because it's grown to a lot of people. I sit yep. there, and uh, I do readings for people like this, where they can either come live with me, and you actually can see them, and that's great because then you see their facial expressions, which is awesome. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. Um, or I just just do random readings for people and give them something or talk about something that they feel is relevant that they need to talk about. Just another Mystic Monday. And my Instagram's Adelina Servideo Schwinn. There you go. Beautiful. Congratulations on everything going on in your world, by the way, as well. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you. And uh, as you say, I'm a giver, and I want you to keep giving me more pictures of you on Instagram and everywhere else. You're a beautiful woman, both inside and out. And uh, thank you. I wish you nothing but success. And I will uh, wave to you while I ride my wave of success. Thank you, beautiful, for everything. All right. All right. Thank you so much for having me on again. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. You know, you're always welcome. Thanks Anytime. for the words of advice. There you go. You're welcome. And let me know how it goes. Absolutely. I sure will. Talk to you later, baby. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Good night. She's pretty. She's, she's pretty and she's powerful and uh, she knows everything. She's always a very interesting guest. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she's, she's, That's why I have her, too. Yeah, I, 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 I let her unleash her psychic powers uh, I know. on the world. And she knows that I'm not a dick. No, you're a dick. No, she said I'm not a dick. Oh, she said, no, she said it's mean to me, for me to call you a That's dick. right. You're a I think, but I, but I think so. How about fucking Joe? You're a dick. I'm a, I'm a total dick. That's right. All right. Let's take a break. 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. We're going to take a break right now. Everybody calm the fuck down. We'll do some commercials when we come back. More wine, more women, more so, more psychic abilities on 9-11's 18-year anniversary. Coming at you after these messages. Leo! See this button? Don't touch it! It's the history eraser button, you fool! So what'll happen? That's just it. We don't know. Maybe something bad. Maybe something good. You won't touch it, will you? I pushed a button. Come on, Shop! Oh, you pushed a button. I pushed a button. Now you look for nitrons. I pushed it. I pushed it again. I pushed it again and again and again. Come on, Shop! Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. 
Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On ondemandsalon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to Uncle Eddie on Ham Radio. Oh, so like Elvis music. Totally Elvis music. Oh, yeah. It's the Ham Radio Show. We're back from break. Yep. Yeah. Elvis bam, has bam, left bam, the bam. building. And, of course, they... they Imagine <laughs> Smokey doing rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. I can't do that The, the video on my Facebook okay. has stopped. Hold on. Uh, I have to start a new goddamn Facebook video. Yeah. Goddamn white people. Why did they do that? With their white problems. It's uh, 9-11. There we go. Let's get it back and going here. 718-718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Um, quick question, by the way, because it's 9-11. And it's the 18th anniversary of 9-11. I did want to bring up something that I really found fucking shocking. What was that? Shit that we use on a daily basis now that didn't exist 18 years ago. Think about that for a minute. Things that we didn't use at all. That America, people, anything. Instagram, all social media. media. We can go down the list here. We got Uber. Uber? People using Uber did not exist. They did not get into fucking strangers' cars. Flash drives. Flash drive, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, Instagram, the yeah. selfie stick, the selfie stick. Yeah. did not exist. Yeah. Spotify, uh, the term being woke okay. did not exist. Yeah. By the way, also, if you use the term uh, that you're being woke, you're the most unwoke motherfuckers in the world. Yeah. If you use that phrase, that means you don't know shit. There are so many things that Airbnb. kids, kids don't know about. Airbnb, Snapchat, Tesla. Yeah. 
Tesla didn't exist. Yeah. A car company did not exist. Uh, number one on this list, by the way, the iPad. The iPad yeah. did not exist. We had the the the, the uh, laptops. The, what was it? The BlackBerry, the Blueberry, uh, the BlackBerry phones. Uh, yeah. they, they stopped existing. Yeah, we don't even have that shit anymore. Well, it's outdated technology. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But it's just to show you that look, it's the weirdest thing. Look at the typewriter. The yeah. typewriter's gone. Yeah, by uh, John Vargas, by the way, pointing out that the the, uh, the sinky. The thing, the thing that you wash your balls in, remember yeah, when you put the bolt? Your, didn't your, exist, your, yeah. didn't exist 18 years ago. So. He's, he's right. He is right. And I think it shouldn't exist today. He, <laughs> he, is, he is right. Yeah. It did not exist 18 it's years a, ago. The bottom of a milk carton. That's yeah. what the fuck it is. Damn That's right. What, yeah. um, so, anywho. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, right. It's crazy <laughs> to think that, but it's fucking true. Um, all right. So, the, uh, that we did that. We did 18 years. We, we, we've dwelled on the 9-11. We had, uh, we talked to our psychic friend. Well, what's missing from when you were a kid that they don't have today? I mean, um, it's photograph records. Nobody makes photograph records anymore. Cassettes, but now cassettes are back. Cassettes are back? Yeah, they're bringing cassettes back. Because a lot of people, uh, a lot of the hipsters like the what? nostalgia shit. Yeah, so they bring them back. It's an inferior audio quality. Uh, Diane in the Facebook live stream says that, uh, Things change fast. They certainly do. You got to hold on to that. Yeah, Corey now. says hi. Hi, Corey. Uh, a lot of people in the Facebook live suite joining us after I had to put on a new oh. Facebook live suite. By the way, uh, yeah, John yeah. and Helly, the Taste of Puebla guys, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste of Puebla NY, Taste of Puebla NYC, they were away for a couple of days uh, fixing up the truck, getting the cart ready, and make sure everything's hunky-dory. Oh, sure. This, this Friday, this Friday, they will be on Sway in the Morning. On Sirius oh, XM, um, channel 45, nice. shade 45, channel 45, at 11 o'clock in the morning, they will be on shade, uh, Sway in the Morning, shade 45. It's a big fucking deal, representing Taste of Puebla on there. Uh, and giving us shout-outs, right, yeah. John? John, is that you on the phone? Yes, John. Yes, that yeah, is us. Yeah, that yeah, is us. Um, me and Helly are here right now. What's up? What's going hey, on? Hey, Helly. First of all, let's do apologize. We apologize because today we didn't care to you guys. Uh, we'll make it up next Wednesday. We promise. <laughs> Dude, you, you, you have fed, first of all, we're starving, nope. but that's uh, neither here nor there on Wait But Wednesday. Hey, I fed we had popcorn for dinner. <laughs> yeah, we had popcorn, popcorn for dinner. Popcorn and Snickers for dinner, man. Yeah, we are, we're li- we are legitimate. It's like fucking Halloween. I cooked. He cooked. Uh, but, dude, you guys do a lot for us. Don't worry about, like, yeah. feeding us all the time. Don't feel bad either. Really it's okay. Nice, yeah. We, nah, we will. Problem. I'm a fat guy. I will survive. Don't worry about it. But uh, so Taste of Pueblo, John and Helly will be on uh, Sway in the Morning. It's a big fucking deal. If you're serious, XM, it's a big deal. Sway is a fucking amazing show. Uh, first off, and I, I've, I've said it on this show, so I'm not kissing his ass because he might be listening. Okay. But I'll tell you this right now. Sway, is, the show itself, I love the way it's fucking just set up. I love how everyone interacts. I lo- like. You don't have to be a big hip-hop person. To love Sway. The show is a very funny show. Talks about a lot of issues and everything. And we'll have outstanding food come this Friday from Taste of Weather. He has outstanding guests. Outstanding guests. But he's just a good dude, man. Yeah, he's a good dude at heart. He's a good guy, man. You know what I'm saying? His personality shines. He was talking to Slick Rick in there for about an hour today at work. He was was shooting the shit. Kick it all the time. Talking about a lot of stuff. They were talking about uh, uh, which one of the Jacksons was up there today? Tito. Tito Jackson was up at uh, Series XM. And on Sway in the Morning. And now, 
besides Tito Jackson, Ooh. Taste of Pueblo will be up there. John and Helly will yeah. be on uh, there. There you go. Yep. The Eleven o'clock. Seven. The six and seven Jackson. Yes, eleven. The the, <laughs> the, the, the Latino <laughs> Jackson. Like, like said, uh, Eddie, I would like to thank you. Thank you. We, we want from Robert Hart, me and Eddie. Thank you for facilitating that that uh, that opportunity um, and letting us uh, get get our foot in the door and see where we can take this. Uh, oh, absolutely! You are quite welcome, and, and I, I want to thank. Hold on, a minute. I want to thank a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I got to thank Heather B for fucking setting it up. Okay. I have to thank uh, Lisa, who works with me at uh, SiriusXM. Okay. Uh, my my boss, who's not my boss, but is my boss. Yeah. Um, she fucking at least facilitated the meeting of like me and Heather are high by at work. Okay. We were like, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, said, "Hey, Heather," oh, and that's it. And then it became more. Through Lisa, Lisa got the meeting set up, and then I, I said, my boys, Taste of Puebla, would like to uh, be on your program, and she's like, uh, who the fuck are they? And then I was like, listen, you don't, you ain't, you ain't, you know, you she gotta eat the food. Cook. She, she likes, likes to, to cook, cook and then she, and they like to eat some food. Like so, so it's gonna be some good stuff. Uh, Taste of Puebla this uh, Friday, but yes, Ricky. No, all I'm saying is. Ed definitely getting a shout out, but try to squeeze me in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we ordering yeah, shout outs? Everybody from Sirius, even even Joel, man, I gotta give a shout out because oh, you, uh, you guys are part of the part of the part of the fam. You know, you guys you guys been very loyal. You know, uh, it's, oh. it's, a, it's a good help. It, it helps us, uh, and let's see where we take from here, man. We we, we grateful. We thank God for this. There you go. So John, Joe is going to get a shout out from Joel. Joel. No, not Joel. I was, I was saying John and Joe at the same time came oh, out of my yeah. mouth. But I was going to say Joe is getting. Joel's like he ain't getting shit. Um, Joe eat every morning. He eats there, but he is not a part of the ham radio show. Yeah. If, if he wants to be a part of the ham radio show, then yes. The great guys from Taste of Pueblo, one they're on uh, Sirius XM yes. on Sway in the Morning, Channel Forty Five. Uh, at 11 a.m. on Friday. Yes, they, you can mention him briefly if you wish. However, shout-outs coming this way, uh, the Ham Radio Show. And, yes, uh, of course, uh, you might want to throw your own uh, company name out there. You might want to throw out Taste of Pueblo as well. Of course, our Ham Radio Show is going to be mentioned. You know, I always I always hashtag with everything that I do on my do social media, especially with our expression. So, you know I mean? Make sure that you guys... You guys been helping us out, and we, uh, hopefully we try to extend as much oh, as we can to help you guys out with our, with, our, with our loyal fan base. So, Look, I even, mean, it is what it is. Even John, even though he's a dick and has to wipe out his phone of his exes and everything, oh, yes. um, the... Let me point jerk, out, jerk. Oh, jerk, dick. jerk. Sorry, jerk. Joe was was jerk. Oh, Joe was the dick. I was, the dick. and uh, John was the jerk. No, no, um, you were no, a dick. You no, no, I was Joe not a, a dick. No, I called you a jerk. No, no, I called no, you, you a called dick. him a dick, and she yeah. said she didn't say that. No, That's but right. she was saying that John I'm, was a jerk. She said John's a, a jerk. Yeah, you're a dick. No, I'm not. John's a jerk, and I'm riding a wave of success. And you know this how that works, jerk a dick. Oh, I'm gonna go home and jerk the Helena. I thought you said I'm all right, Spider. You're yeah. right, Spider. I thought you said I, I'm a right, Spider. No, no, no. I said, are you right, Spider? Okay. Anywho, the, uh, we just did a whole scene from Goodfellas. Uh, the, uh, where the fuck were we now? I'm lost. I what I was saying was that uh, even though he is a jerk, John uh, put, he even advertised, even though they weren't there today, 
Like he advertised the ham radio show oh, nice. all day. Very nice. And every every Wednesday there is the Uncle Eddie the burger, the Eddie Chory. So I mean it's like it's not like you haven't done a lot for us as well, Joe. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm pointing oh, big at. Time like, uh, cross out. Promotion. <laughs> yeah. cross I mean Helly made a burger in honor of me. That's right. So I mean that's a that's a big deal. And, and I eat dinner on Wednesday night. Yeah, and you feed early. Ricky dinner <laughs> every Wednesday. He so eats and I don't he, have to go home on Wednesday night and go to bed hungry. No. Yeah. Except tonight. Yeah, except yeah, tonight. Tonight, tonight yeah. I'm fucked up. I'll yeah, probably t- have some Cheerios or some shit. Tonight you guys fucked them up. Is all I'm yeah, saying. you fucked me up tonight. But, 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 but it's but all right. Normally. But, but it's all right. You know, it's amazing. He's a good dude. Absolutely. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Ah, there you go. Where are you? Uh, Carla wants to see Ricky. There you go. Hey. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You want something to eat? There's Carla right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Carla and I just became friends on on Facebook. I thought she was friends with everybody on Facebook. Well, she is with me now. And we, she's been sending me the, well, not me personally, but the most wonderful pictures. Oh, her naked stuff? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, she's got some, she has a, she's got a cute little body. I didn't, I didn't get no pictures yet. Well, hey, that's because Carla, send him, uh, please send Ricky some naked pictures, goddammit. Carla's my new imaginary girlfriend. Oh, that means Joe has jerked off in front of the ghost girl in the room. To Carla's pigeon. You see, now I'm self-conscious about that ghost, ghost girl. The shit. ghost girl is staring like no, at you. I don't like nobody watching me do it. Elena you know? is what she said that there is a chick in here with pink tails. I know. She is not a, a little a kid. Petite. She's, She's a petite, petite. woman. Petite. And this petite woman is watching you yak your bag well, so I, I in this I, room. I think I know who this petite woman is, and I just don't want her seeing me whack off. No, all right, well. Well, we can't have everything, Joe. I mean, there's certain things that are personal. John, would you? So Eddie, yeah. So Eddie, I was, I was uh, listening to you. We listened to you to your show, and we, and today, yes, it marks the 18th anniversary of 9/11. Yes. And I just wanted to say something. I, I mean, I wanted to say it personally. Uh, 18 years ago, I was actually in New York. I was supposed to work 9/11. So the previous company I used to work for, and my my brother also works for the same company. Um, unfortunately, I moved back to Miami. Uh, two days before 9/11, my my brother stayed here. Wow! And he actually helped. He actually helped at least maybe 200 people uh, um, escape because we used to work for Burger King. That Burger King right across the street from from uh, the World Trade Center. Oh, yeah. He worked at the Burger King uh, three blocks over, and he was in the roof that morning, and he saw the plane <laughs> uh, crash, and he alerted the managers there, and they. In that Burger King, they had an underground tunnel that extended almost three blocks down uh, south, and he was able to clear everybody and to prevent any more casualties. And uh, every time I think about 9-11, I think about that time. I almost lost my brother, but I could have been in that same spot because I was supposed to work that morning in there at, at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm thinking about it now. Uh, and it brings chills to my, to, my, to my spine every time I think about uh, September 11th, man. Say, and now your brother was a first responder at a Burger King. You see what no, he, he was a judge. He's a general manager there, and he he was up in the roof that morning. Uh, they were doing some maintenance with the, one of the maintenance guys <laughs> from Burking, and uh, he saw that he saw the plane the plane hit, and the first thing in his mind was call the call the, the general manager that took over that store from me, uh, and advised him to move start moving everybody, yeah. uh, clearing all the guests, everybody from that was in that because that Burking right there when when the World Trade Center used to be up. He used to, at least during breakfast, used to hold at least uh, over 200 people. So that morning it was packed, and he actually was able to uh, guide everybody 
uh, under under the, the, the underground path that they had under there in that Burger King, and they got them about three blocks south. Three blocks south, and it prevented it saved a couple of lives. No, I, I, dude, not all heroes wear capes. Sometimes they wear Burger King shirts. Okay, it happens. Uh, Mr. Rogers said, uh, clear as day. Whenever you see like horrible things, his mother always told him, find the helpers. Because the help is, there's always somebody helping. Your brother was the guy that was helping, and he saved lives on 9-11, and he should be commended for that. That's like, It's nothing to, like, scoff over or say anything like, okay, so he's at a Burger King. Who the fuck cares? That motherfucker saved a whopper of people, okay? And that's a big fucking deal, and congratulations to your brother, and thank him the next time you uh, talk to him from us, okay? Yeah, I always thank him every day, you know, okay? And it, it, for us, it's very somber also because it's a, it's a, it's a chill. And I, I came back, I came back, I transferred back to New York almost a year and a half afterwards, 9-11, and, and I was there when they were still at that hole there. It was still, it was still, it still felt deathly. Yeah. I mean, even now when I pass around there, I, I get, I still get the chills. And I'm not no psychic medium, but you know, you can still smell it. Once you smell, you smell the uh, during that time, you smell the death. You it smell never go away. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the, the fire. You still smell fire during that time. Almost, almost. What was it? Eight months later, I, I came back to New York, and it, it was still the remnants of, of, of 9/11 was still there. You know, and that. And it's, you, you, when you when you already smell that, and you have that, you kept that ingrained in your in your body. So every time I go around that area, I close my. Remember that, and I still smell it. And even though it's not there no more, but you still feel it. So I understand where where a lot of these people and I and that, that 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 went through the first responders. Oh, yes. You know how where, where, where I can understand. I can, I can imagine all the problems, all the all the. Um, Disabilities or the or the pain that they have been going through for the last eighteen years. Man. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't. I mean, we we all feel it. It's something that will never go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's never. It's eighteen years later, and we're still talking about it because it's something that was so monumental. We, we will talk about it forever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. It will. It will never go away. But those those kind of incidents. Uh, uh, I mean, Joe, still, can you get a little closer to the mic? We're bringing the mic to you, we're, Jesus. We're, we're still talking about Pearl Harbor. That was seventy-five oh, yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. so, so you know, because those kind of things shock the shit out of you, and, and it, like, like uh, you just said, it's ingrained in yeah. you. The Kennedy assassination, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, the day I met you, when Joe, when Joe was a child, and he saw Lincoln get shot. <laughs> you know things that. like that. Yeah, they stick with you. I know. By the way, if I, but, Car- I love by the way that it's nine eleven, and we're talking about a very serious thing, and Carla is yelling at us. Mention my show, damn it, <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah, but nine eleven, but nine eleven was really the day, the time that actually awoken us. You know, we're not, we were innocent. We, we were kind of innocent. Everything was, was, was getting away carefree. We didn't worry about jumping into a plane and worry about it getting bombed or stuff like that. Ever since 9 11, we, everybody been in a paranoia state. But yeah. the whole United States, not only New York, all of us, all Americans actually been strong. We've been strong. We, we, we rose up. We rose up from the ashes and we, I guess we, we're not, and we, we're getting to a better place. You know, we're not going to let this kind of terrorism or anything scare us. You know, it's not going to shook us. It's going to it's not going to shook our foundation. It's going to it's going to make us stronger. Absolutely, and that's and that's the thing. That's the thing that we can take away from this. Oh yeah, that's the takeaway. That's the big takeaway that we, as a nation, as a world, didn't give a fuck on nine eleven about skin color, race, creed, ethnicity, religion. No one cared. We all banded together. It brought a world together. It tore us apart. 
and then brought us right back together. Mm-hmm. And remember, as much as people want to remember 9-11, remember 9-12, remember 9-13, mm-hmm. remember 9-14, remember all the days after this tragedy fell yes. and we were still collecting bodies and we were still trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in I, our world. I know. And we still, 18 years later, are still trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with our world. John, are you there? Because I think I lost your phone. Yeah, we lost John. John's phone cut cut out. I think what God is, too, is we never had anything happen on our land. We was always able to keep things off our land. We are very, we are very, um, we're lucky. So that that fucked us up when that shit happened. Yeah, because we're very, we were nonchalantly, we go like, oh, not us. It'll never happen here. Never happen here. Yeah. Never happen here. We're, you know, this ain't fucking Africa where they have bombings all, you know, in the cities. This is not Tanzania. This is not fucking Afghanistan. This is not. Iran. This is this is midtown, uh, not even midtown. Further down, a little bit midtown. That, that was this is same, New York on a Tuesday. That okay. was the same thing that Adolf Hitler told all the Germans: "They'll never bomb this place." Yeah, they're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And guess what? They proved him fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah, right. they, they leveled the fucking joint. Uh, so, <laughs> going on to this other uh, bit of news, that I feel like uh, remiss if we don't bring it up. Uh, but everyone's talking about it, and be- it's only because it's in the news. Uh, because this guy just signed a deal for $15 million with the Patriots. Uh, Antonio Brown, did you hear this story that now Antonio Brown... No, no, but not even that. The news story is that he's being sued by a former trainer for rape. Oh. Okay, so there was an update at... Uh, the, this one from the New York... Uh, uh, the, the New York. The New England Patriots released a statement saying, quote, We take these allegations very seriously under no circumstances... Does this organization condone sexual violence or assault? The league has informed us that they will be investigating and will have no further comment while the investigation takes place. Now, to me... Well, I certainly agree with that statement. Yeah, you shouldn't... You shouldn't comment on these things until they're proven fact. I always said that about even rape accusations. It's a horrible thing, uh, but, you know, sometimes you ruin a man's reputation... And you find out you were wrong. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There was a lie and all kind of shit. Absolutely. Now, by the way, on Tuesday, Brittany Taylor filed a federal lawsuit against the player newly acquired by the Patriots. Uh, She said he sexually attacked her three times. Brown allegedly exposed himself and kissed Taylor without her consent. She claimed a few days later, Brown pleasured himself. All right, so he jerked off while she streamed a, a church service. On an iPad. After after all that, she cut all contact with Antonio Brown. Now, I, I, to me, because his camp is also saying that the thing, the sex was consensual. Okay. So my whole thing is, and I'm not shitting on a rape victim or a potential rape victim or rape victims in general. Mm-hmm. I but questions now have to come out. Whereas, why are you watching a church service and he's in the vicinity of you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where were you when you watched this church service? Are you in your house? Why was he in your house with you, if that was the case? Or why is he even in your office? How do you not know that he's not behind you jacking off? Because I don't mean, last time I jerked off, I make noise during it. It's not like a, you know, you're not quiet. You're good. And I'm not talking about just the moaning. I'm talking about the actual noise of... 
jerking off yeah. makes noise. It's like television. You don't yeah. like it, change the channel. Walk out of the room, man. Yeah. You don't that, have to watch that shit. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I, but this and how come these girls always make accusations against rich guys? You know, the poor Well, guy, that's, that's another know? question that has well, yeah. been brought up because supposedly um, the girl, uh, let me just get her name, Brittany Taylor, allegedly... Tried to get money out of him before. Right, for her business. Yeah, yeah. like one point something, whatever. Some yeah. uh, there are some. He refused. Yeah, uh, if, you, if you guys want to look him up somewhere, please feel free. There are some great text messages that supposedly he wrote. Uh, the only thing that yeah. Antonio Brown is totally a rapist of is the English language. Read it. these fuckers because he's horrible <laughs> at speaking English. He <laughs> don't speak in English no good. Okay? Uh, well, but these Texas are like codes. You know? Oh, dude, no, no. These, dude, he, try, he tries to say words and you're, it's like if you wrote it. Okay. Okay? And you have dyslexia. That is, that is There's bad. a difference. Yeah. You have a disease where letters float around and not go in places. <laughs> this motherfucker has nothing wrong, just doesn't speak English well. Okay? <laughs> but see, my question is because yeah. what I heard on the news yesterday was that Mm-hmm. She had gotten raped by him over a period of two years. I'm like, how the fuck you get yeah. raped over that's a period of two years? Long rape, yeah. I can tell you. Well, that's what. You know, but see, these are questions, and we're not mocking her or no, anything. I, but because I know that some assholes will listen and go, "Look, Ricky was on the show and he was mocking her." Yeah. No, he's Which, making no. the point. How he's right. a, we're allowed to ask questions in the world. That's the other part that annoys me. He's not. A, he's not pro rape mm-hmm. because Ricky's asking a question. He's asking, "How the fuck does this go on?" Because a lot of people say that they were in a relationship together. Mm-hmm. So how does that go on? How does he get the jerk off on your back? Because supposedly <laughs> he came on her back. While she was watching the church service. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are all allegations. They're all legends. I got to her ass was up in the air. You know? Come on. Come We're not ignoring. Carla, call the fucking show. 718-577-1389. Call the show. She's like yelling. At- she First she talks shit, and then she wants to talk to us on the fucking thing. Okay. She, this is her quote. Carla in the Facebook live suite. Yeah. The broke asses at the ham radio are ignoring me. We're not ignoring you. We're in the middle of talking about something. You're not the fucking priority. I'm talking about him practically raping a woman. Or maybe he didn't rape her. I don't know. But Carla needs to be fucking coddled. I don't fucking know. Jesus Christ. I know, like, she's the fifth fucking beetle. It needs to be fucking, oh, I'm like Ringo. No, you're not. Motherfucker, I'm, I'm in the middle of something here. I'm talking. I'm doing my show. Yeah. That I, I I literally wrote down. Look, A B rape allegations right there. It's on the list. I wanted to discuss it. Hey, I just I just did don't. She, did she mention us on her show? I uh, probably. Oh, okay. She mentions us in every fuck. There's so, videos so and shit. And we owe her a mention. No offense, Carla. I don't li- I don't watch everything out there. I'm busy kind of. Number one, riding the wave of success, like Elena said. Two, I'm listening to nine million other radio shows that I fucking have, you know, I learned from Mm -hmm. to get here. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry if I have not, you know, paid attention to you directly. But if you wish to call in the last segment of the show, feel free. 718-577-1389. Call the show. I will talk to you. Until I hang up on you, because I gotta go, because the show's gonna be over. Yeah, we got ten minutes left. Carl, yeah, so. we got ten minutes left. You got five of those ten. Let's go. If you want to talk, let's talk. <laughs> but I, why not? But what you were saying earlier, the problem in this, yeah. they they say you're 
you know, guilty to approve. Oh, innocent. sure. Yeah, but yeah, bullshit. Yeah, right. That's all bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah, total bullshit. Especially you know with the saying? rape accusation. Well, you're innocent to proving guilty. Holy saying, fuck, Carla, you are deaf. You're actually guilty. 718. You're actually guilty to approve. 577. 1389. Well, I've said that many times. Any any rape accusation should be, you know, private until it's right? investigated. Yeah, we don't if know it's, shit. It's yeah. proven. They hey, ruin lives because you then. Then yeah. you always guilty through public opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. Well, the court of public opinion is always fun. Yeah. You're you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Once yeah. once the you get blamed for opinion, something, forget it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to Carla. Probably on the phone right now. I'll be wise to still be making. Carla, what's up? Carla, how are you? Hey, Ricky, baby, how are you? Oh, hey, <laughs> hey Ricky, baby. Hey, Only Ricky. what's up, baby? How you doing, baby? Hey, are you naked? No, I I got Eddie over there yelling at me. So like. Bitch, you just, said, you just said these broke asses at ham radio are ignoring me. <laughs> How the fuck you going to be like, Eddie yelling at me? I'm allowed you to yell at you. Like it's I'm my, in the room yelling at you. It's my show. I want to do other things. <laughs> I have to do these I things. You, I know you got nine million other radio shows to, to listen to. I, do. I know I'm not top priority, but, you know... I. I thought I was one of your favorites. She Eddie. did want to call you know? in. She I did want to call you in. Were, you, you were definitely one of my favorites. You were talking shit in the Facebook <laughs> live stream. I don't, I, I don't think I don't not like you. No, I mean, you I, mean? I, 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 I've always defended you even when Marcus was ripping you a new asshole. Oh, yeah, really? So, this is true. You were yelling. I was turned on, so we're all good. We're well, good. good. Rub, <laughs> your, rub your fucking puss while yeah. you talk to us now. I have no problem with that. Oh, yeah. I was. That's why it took me a minute to call in, because I was like, damn. Oh, okay. Keep yelling. I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> I, I'm a yeller. We'll, we'll, we'll put the phone down there when you do it next. Time. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's not waterproof. Yeah. See, when she every time she moves her body, the phone gets fucked up. I know, <laughs> I know right? Right. Yeah. Last time I was finger banging myself, you know, and then it worked. So we're good right now. I'm not moving. All right. So what name? Plug your show. Plug your I'm going to give you my airwaves to plug your show. Go ahead. All right. Uh, the my show never has a set time. I don't know why. It's just because Carla's crazy and has ADHD. But this fr- uh, this Friday or Saturday, Speech Impediment Man is Wait, 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 wait Carla, 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 Carla. Let's make it official. Uh-huh. All right, good. Make the announcement. When's your show on? Saturday night. Speech Impediment Man and I will be doing a live broadcast. Uh, it's going to be fun having him in there. One of my first Howard Stern Whack Packers to interview, so I'm very, very excited about that. Okay. And then Marcus is also pissed off because he calls. He says that I'm homie hopping <laughs> because his buddy John, his buddy John, is making the theme song for the Carla uh, for the Carla Kitty Show. Wow. So pretty excited about that. So I wanted to call in and let everybody know. Yes, we will be with uh, Elite Angel Social Radio Network. Uh, if you guys want to tune in to listen to the crazy, wacky, as Eddie would say it, Black Cock Craving Carla. There you go. Mm. That's what I As somebody, somebody was asking me last night, they're like, is your pussy tight? And I was like, 
Uncle Eddie said it's not. He calls it warehouse pussy. Yeah, she's got a, <laughs> she has a giant warehouse pussy. It's been fucking it wrecked by giant black cocks. Colin, my pussy is is good. Thank you, motherfucker. Oh, oh, I didn't say anything. It'd probably no. be tight to me. Well, you know they have. Well, it's, it's, it's literally like you know, like when cops break into like a crack house. Oh sure. Yeah. When they smash it with that big fucking mallet thing, yeah. and they break through the door. That's the beginning of her pussy. <laughs> but once you get in there, <laughs> oh my god, there's like a oh Ferris wheel, a fucking carousel. There's a guy selling cotton candy. It's skyscraper. I haven't had any complaints, and no. any complaints that I've had, I just tell them, you know, we've got to use the back what? door. And then if, you, you know, if you cannot deal anything in the front door, the back door is going to be just fine for you. My so kind of woman. My kind of woman. All right, but first of all, can I, can I ask, has there ever been a man who complained, like, they're getting pussy? Do they go, ah, uh, you know, this is kind of loose for me. I'm just going to just not fuck you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've, I've got a small story. I had given birth to my uh, <laughs> my first son. And my first, can you put a couple stitches in there? I said, yeah. hey, can we get him to the next room and get him a dick enlargement? Mind you, he was white. <laughs> <laughs> is that like an episiotomy they call out or something? When they cut the uh, the puss? Uh, yeah, they so. either cut or you tear. And he apparently didn't think my cootie cat was tight enough, so he was, you know, politely asking the doctor to um, Ooh, put in a couple stitches. stitches. She has the warehouse pussy. No. Only white guys say that. I've never had a black complaint, so fuck you. She's never had a black complaint. Her pussy is recommended by the NAACP. I'm reporting live from inside of Carla's pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. That is awesome. Now batting number two to Derek Jeter. Jeter, Jeter. I'll be hanging around near the clit. Yes. Well, if you go near Carla's clit, you'll see her panties like and her jersey have been hung up because, you know, they, they retire those things after you use oh, them. Yeah, for put, put a number up there. Yeah, did right. you guys hear that the Raiders won, huh? I don't give a fuck about the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders, are they, they won and they've had a horrible fucking week. You had the Antonio Brown thing. Then you had the guy from. Mm-hmm. The, then you had the guy that was on the Raiders who died. Oh yeah, he was like twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and was, died. Wow. Him and I hooked up. Sorry about that, guys. You hooked up because you, you, he <laughs> he <laughs> fell in your warehouse, pussy, 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 <laughs> pussy, pussy. I didn't hear about that. My condolences to the family. But, yes. Yeah. But you know, here's we'll be having okay, the I'm funeral inside I'm of Carla's pussy, genetic. pussy, pussy. Sorry. Mm. My fault. I'm not a big sports fanatic just in general, but when I left Los Angeles mm-hmm. to the Midwest, that's when Raiders kind of took a dive. And so I get back here to Las Vegas here this year, and they come back when their first game. So, yeah, I'm kind of stoked. Yeah, one game. We'll see. Yeah, come on. Comment yeah, down. Well, you know, I'm they, back. Carla Kitty's back, so they they're going to kill it. They and cut that, in, that's they, just that. Accept they, it. They cut Antonio Brown, so they, they lost a big piece of what they had there. Well, yeah. So we'll see. I don't even know who Antonio Brown is. All I know is there's a lot of nice bulges on TV, like on Monday nights and shit now. You know, is that what chicks do? Do chicks watch football and just look at cocks? Absolutely. I, I yes. know this for a fact. Yes. And, and they also uh, look at butts. And know? it's really just their cups. Their yeah, it's not their real cocks. Yeah, They're really. wearing protective gear. Yeah. But they look at we asses, don't too. Care. You know, we don't care. It's just like our, our, our bras are padded. You guys don't give a fuck. Ooh, like, yeah. You got a point. Wait, what? Did, what? Did, I, I missed the whole thing because everyone was talking. What do we not care about? 
I said, our bras are padded. You guys don't care. So we we still look at the package and we're like, damn. Because tits, no, I don't, I don't think men should. Who says we don't care? Yeah. <laughs> we care. I mean, first off, tits in general. No. I'm not a huge tit guy because I have tits. I'm not even, I have my yeah, own. I'm not, I'm not big on I tits. like ass. Now, now, I like mouth size I went down tits. at Sapphire's at their topless pool, and I got to see a variety of, of boobies, and I, everybody knows I'm bi, so I like boobies. Mm-hmm. I did not like seeing girls that did not have, like, boobies. Ooh. That, it, like, looked odd. Uh, guys like don't, don't really like camel toe. Uh-huh. I do. You do guys like, don't like camel toe. Don't I love camel toe. But Ricky loves slick. Rick over here loves camel toe. He, 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 that's he, it. That's just, just out say. there for the licking, man. It's yeah. Not exactly a fashion. Oh, I got a picture for you then, Ricky. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky calls them uh, meat curtains right. and likes to put on a puppet show with his man, penis. That's some good, good. Yeah. He shit likes extra there, meat. Then yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. You suck on that, man. Ricky's crotch for me. I'm betting he's hard right about yeah. now no not yet I, I really have to I have to be there yeah I, I'm not talk, talk don't normally get me yeah. <laughs> wait a minute so I've got Ricky put that thing away Ricky show. Jesus Woo. Ricky yeah. Ricky I've right, never move. seen yeah, that duck day. duck duck yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell is that I don't want a limbo no. oh that's your dick yeah Marcus decided that it was funny to send me like sixty-seven cents for one of my nude pictures this Ooh, week. Sixty-seven okay. cents? Yeah, you're at least worth sixty-nine yeah. cents. <laughs> sixty-nine. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. also because you know Marcus. I'm gay. He's a little, you know. <laughs> he likes cock. I just, just want to throw it out there. The motto. So here's the problem. I heard thought you it was, was being gay, funny so I, right and I don't over. know why PayPal takes like a small percentage off of it or whatever. So it came up to like 67 cents. So it's harassing him online, which I thought was funny. Okay. Of course, anytime I can harass Marcus online, it's funny. Yeah, well, of course. You know why? Because you're a. I'm gay. Basher. <laughs> um, all I'm right, Carla, Carla, plug your show because I got to get off the airwaves. So yeah. plug your show. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday we will be with a speech impediment man. I'm not sure where the venue is going to be. Um, we will be airing at 9 o'clock. You guys also here in Las Vegas. Tickle Me Comedy Club in the next two weeks. I'm going to be headlining and performing there, my comedy show, and doing my uh, magazine signings. So you guys make sure you check it out. It'll all be posted online. All right, Carla. Thank you for Sound calling good. the show, Carla. Take care. And don't Love don't you forget guys. my Thanks. picture. Appreciate don't forget my picture. Yeah, Bye. I got you, baby. And, re- <laughs> and restock the fucking warehouse. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I, get... right. I hope, I hope it's Bye. your picture. Warehouse pussy. She got that warehouse pussy. God damn it! Hello. Yes. Wait. Hold on. Hello. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> Anyway, oh wait, this is still on. <laughs> it's the Hammer Radio Show. We're gonna get the hell out of here. Remember, free speech is never silent. Always speak the fuck up, and especially on nine eleven. If you're gonna fuck, if you're gonna fuck that chicken, what are you gonna do? You're gonna make sure it's not fucking a member of the Taliban. And you fuck it, fuck it with a gun in its asshole. All right. Until then, I say AMF, my friends. That's adios, motherfucker! I'm inside of Carla's vagina!
production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com. All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal mumbo-jumbo, here's Billy to explain it to you in not-so-technical terms. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you. When your mother was so poor, I seen her kicking can down the street. I said, what you doing? She said, move. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck.